You're listening to Thunderdog Radio. Okay, this is the trick. If you don't want, like, your hair to look oily, you just never brush it. Ah. Because if you brush your hair, you're moving the oil from, like, where it builds up on your scalp to the rest of your hair. Mm-hmm. And what <laughs> do I do about the knots <laughs> and looking like bedhead? You just put it in a bun. And then put a hat on? Yeah. Oh, that's what I do anyway. Yeah, like right now. Yeah. There you go. You never have to wash your hair. I Maybe I just don't even have hair. Damn. Hello and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. And we back. We back again. This one took a lot longer than we wanted. We're sorry, guys. Yeah, this one took weeks <laughs> of brainstorming. Yeah. Because this was a toughie. It was. We almost gave up on it. We we got together today to give up on this fic and to randomize a new one. And we yeah. were just going to play it off like nothing had happened. Like this was what we decided on last time. Yeah. But you know what? I said, let's give it five minutes. Let's see. And, and then we immediately came up with a decent idea. Yeah. <laughs> Not like last time. And that's how the sausage is made. <laughs> so what were our fandoms our last fandoms. time? Or should we explain what this is first? Yeah, we probably should. Okay, go ahead. So this is the podcast where we randomly generate a fan fiction crossover. So we get two fandoms and a tag. And then we write a fic together. And it's usually awful. Yes. And this week is no different. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this week is classic Unstable Universes, a uh, whole lot of bullshit, not a lot of substance. <laughs> yeah, so last time we were all here gathered around the campfire together, we generated Overwatch, Bird Box, in a Western. Yep. Which was god-awful. Yeah. We would have had an episode out within two weeks. Yeah, literally the week after we put the episode out, we were like, fuck, we want to do it again. Yeah, we were so hyped up. We got it in our veins. We need to keep going with it. I don't care if we said, like, we monthly. Yeah. We want to do another one. <laughs> and then we tried. And we hit a wall. Oh, boy. Sarah Polson was going to fuse with a garbage truck and create some kind of sentient garbage truck that wanted to eat sandra bullock Mm -hmm. and ash and mccree were gonna be boy and girl yep and they were gonna have to save sandra bullock from garbage truck well i'm I'm happy to say none of that's in this (laughs) that's so awful and then the problem was we thought of that and then we couldn't get away from it yeah we were kind of just stuck to it and uh and then we're like you know what it's not coming to us yeah we watched half a season of nirvana the band the show yep and then all of the last season of american horror story and then and then like three to four weeks passed (laughs) and now we're here yeah and we have a fic for you guys we sure do uh would you like to share the title Mm, yes we planned this in advance Mm mm-hmm for your pleasure. So this fic is called The Good, The Junk, and The Bird Box. <laughs> I hate that. I want to change it. What do you want to change it to? No, it's fine. It's on brand. Doesn't mean I don't hate it, though. 
All right, we start in a in a in a letter. Yes. Good day, my love. I'm going to just come right out and say it plain as day. I love you, Birdie. Nearly as much as I love a good explosion. Yeehaw! My rough hands ache to touch your tender, ethereal bosom as you whisper sweet nothings in your many otherworldly voices. I feel like a hog in shit when I'm writing these letters, and I wish nothing more than to spend every single moment that I have remaining on this godforsaken earth with you. Please, my pagan divinity, share with me a safe spot for us to meet, away from prying eyes. Love always, Junkrat. My dearest Junkrat, we simply cannot be in love. We're as different as whiskey and tea. You're a rascal and a scoundrel. And as much as I yearn for your rough hands, Mama and Papa would never allow our love. It breaks my heart to tell you no. But no one is safe from Mama and Papa. This town we live in has gone belly up. Everyone's screaming mad. We're all goners here, and I fear it's Mama and Papa's doing. Please do not try to find me. My heart couldn't handle it. You are my moon and my stars. Birdie. Birdie, my darling. I fear no mama or papa. Nothing can stand in the way of my love. I'll yeehaw them to smithereens if I must. In fact, I'll yeehaw your whole darn town to smithereens, just for the hell of it. Run away with me. We can go wherever our hearts desire, from the highest mountain to the deepest valley, but probably just to Canada, where you can be my bride. That's right. I'm proposing right here, right now. I... Junkrat, I'm on bended knee, which makes it very hard to write because my writing desk is quite tall. Regardless, marry me, Birdie. Junkrat, no. Please. Mama and Papa are savages beyond time and space. There ain't nothing that can stop them from finding us, even in Canada. No amount of explosions or bullets could ever stop their reign of terror. This world ain't big enough for both you. And Papa, you will not hear from me again. This is goodbye, my love, Birdie. Drunkrat read the letter again and again, his tears splashing against the paper. Take me to her, he commanded, to the rugged outlaw who delivers his mail. I'll give you anything. I'll give you everything. There ain't a snowball's chance in hell, Junko Pop, McCree derided. That place is spookier than the... <laughs> I can take a bit of spookiness, cowboy. I'm hard to scare. I'm always strapped with a grenade launcher, ready to yeehaw at any moment. Well, the bounty hunter considered, that's a fair point. For a hundred dollars, I'll make the treacherous trip with you one last time. Do you take golden teeth? They're worth a pretty penny if you wash off the blood. John Kratt smiled, offering a handful of golden teeth, plus a couple real ones. With a smirk and a nod, McCree lit a fresh cigar, and soon they were off. Yeehaw! Chapter break. Chapter break. Nice. Do we have any other chapter breaks, or am I just reading till the end? We don't have any others. Okay. It was four days and four nights of hard travel, but finally, McCree announced they were nearing their destination. He pulled Hanzo, his trusty steed, to a halt and looked Junkrat dead in the eye. Before we go any further, put this on, McCree demanded, shoving a scrap of fabric into Junkrat's hands. 
A tourniquet? But I ain't bleeding, boss. Junkrat was confused. Over your eyes, knuckle fuck. McCree screamed. <laughs> and no talking in the town. You must listen as closely as you can. If you hear something in the saloon, you tell me. If you hear something in the general store, you tell me. If you hear something in the sheriff's office, you tell me. But you never, ever take off your blindfold. If you look, you will die. Do you understand? Junkrat chortled. Whatever gooses your gander, peaches and cream. <laughs> That's one of the weirdest sentences we've ever written. I'd like to point out that we did copy Sandra Bullock's speech at the beginning of Bird Box. Yes, we did uh, co-opt it for a more Western uh, setting, mm -hmm. but it is the same bones. Yes. The two blind boys rode Hanzo into the town. All was silent, except for the wind. Did we mention that Hanzo's the horse? No. <laughs> oh, no, we did. We, oh, we he did? pulled okay. Hanzo, his trusty steed. The two blind boys rode Hanzo into the town. All was silent, except for the wind. Hanzo was a real clever horsey, so he knew exactly where to go. When Hanzo came to a stop and whinnied softly, McCree knew that they had arrived. Junkrat, you've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> well mccree knew now junkrat needs to know junkrat you've arrived i told you not to come called a beautiful and entrancing voice it sounded far away but also so so close birdie my sweet clementine i could not resist i paid this fine mail courier to bring me to you and he will take us to the train station and we can travel to canada together Suddenly, another voice appeared like a whisper in Junkrat's ear. Take off your blindfold, son. See how beautiful Birdie looks in her Sunday best. Well, all righty then, Junkrat agreed. His hands reached up to pull the fabric from his eyes. Papa, no, Birdie screamed in horror. But it was too late. Junkrat squinted in the brightness, but his gaze soon fell on the love of his life. His eyes went golden and wiggly. His jaw went slack, and he nearly fell while climbing off of Hanzo. He staggered towards Bertie. My, oh my, you truly are a vision. Junkrat's voice was dazed with love, under all the goo and grossness. Bertie blushed. Aww. Why don't you show your little friend over there how beautiful my daughter is? Laughed Papa. The sound of a gun cocking broke the oppressive silence. Not today, partner. It's high noon, McCree asserted. Wow, like in Overwatch. Wow, just like Overwatch. Yeah, see, we worked it in. Yeah, yeah. We're real Overwatch heads over here at Unstable Universes. McCree asserted. In a blaze of glory, McCree shot off an entire round of bullets. In an act that would normally had shot everyone in his sight. But of course, he had no eyesight, so he missed. Like a fucking chump. What a chump. You're really gonna ruin my wedding day? You've gone and soured my milk for the final time, McCree, Junkrat shouted. He triggered, a, he triggered a concussion mine under his feet, launching him high into the air. With an acrobatic somersault, he landed right in McCree's lap. Without wasting a moment, he grabbed McCree's blindfold and ripped it from his face. Look how beautiful my bride is, male boy! Junkrat hollered. McCree fell backwards off of Hanzo in one last attempt to escape Junkrat's prying fingers. But as he fell, his eyes opened, and he saw 
God. As if in slow motion, McCree reloaded his gun and turned it on himself. Yeehaw, the last cowboy whispered as six lead plums embedded themselves into his brain. Ooh, meat's back on the menu, boys, screeched Papa in his otherworldly voice. I call the ass, Junkrat whooped. The, the end. end. <laughs> I think lead plums make sense. Yeah, with all that context. Yeah. It does. We know, we know. I feel like bad plums still doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, cowboykisses.blogspot.com showed it to them said that it is definitely slang for bullets yeah shout out to cowboykisses.blogspot.com for all the hot cowboy slang we used <laughs> their their blog from like 2011 is suddenly gonna get four hits four hits and two of them were us <laughs> yeah that was good i'm happy with that fic actually considering how long it took to get here mm-hmm. i thought it was gonna be way worse yeah but it turned out well. It's not like one of our more insane fix. No. But I think we were going to go like way too insane. And mm-hmm. this is a good, solid fic that someone on AO3 could read and not be horribly disgusted they by They could it. read it and invite us to join their Beast Bots role play <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was Transformers, wasn't it? No, it was, uh, it was Power Rangers. Power Rangers, you're absolutely Beast right. Beast Morphers or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, I don't think we've gotten back to them. I think I did. Oh. And they they sent me the link to like a Discord or something where I could join. Maybe we should role play with them one time. That would be And then just publish the fic. <laughs> that might actually be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. We just have to get their permission first. Yeah. We wouldn't want to anger the Beast Morpher role players. Of course not. So shall we now move on to our second segment uh, in this podcast? Of two segments? Of two segments. Uh, our random tandem fandom generator. Yeehaw. How does this work, Evan? Well, what happens is I click a button. And with the power of JavaScript, mm-hmm. this web browser will give me two fandoms and a tag. And then next time, we'll write those fics. We'll write it and read it to you. Yeah. And if you want to write in, you're more than welcome to. We highly encourage it. You can send it to unstableuniverses at gmail.com or DM us on any of our social medias. Yep. So should we... uh... Uh, Drum roll. (laughs) All right, we have... Who put that tag in? I hate that. It's at least such a sexual thing, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen, like, web comics where it's a sexual thing. Mm. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Fandom A is the good place. Fandom B is Arrow. The tag is Giant AU. Mm. So what's The Good Place, Alana? The Good Place is a TV show I started watching with my ex-boyfriend. Okay. And then three episodes from the finale, he decided he didn't want to wait anymore, and he just watched those last three episodes without me. The season one finale? Season two finale. Oh, okay. 
I was very upset. <laughs> so, of the episodes you have seen, what's it about? Um, it is about a group of dead people mm-hmm. who are told that they're in the good place, right. which is basically like heaven and everything's wonderful. And it's they're there because they are the best of the best. Yeah, it's non-religion specific, mm-hmm. but it, it's heaven. Yeah. It's where the good people go. Yeah. But one of those people is not a good person. Nuh-uh. She's a bad person, and she causes problems in the good place. Kristen Bell. Yeah. And so her soulmate must teach her ethics lessons mm-hmm. so that she can become a good person and earn her place in the good place and yeah. not be sent to the bad place because there's not really a medium place. No. There's the medium m- place is just for one person. Yeah, just one person's in the medium place. Yeah, yeah. There's it's twists, good. there's turns, there's goofs, there's gaffs. It's fun. I like laughs. it. It's a good show. Arrow. I've never seen an episode of Arrow. All I remember right. you used to be really into Arrow in yeah. like first year university. I watched like an entire season in a night, which was a mistake because Jesus, <laughs> seasons are like twenty three episodes long. <laughs> um, but now I'm over it. Arrow is. A CW show about the Green Arrow, who's mm-hmm. a DC superhero that's basically Robin Hood. Okay. He shoots arrows. He wears green. Is he like DC Hawkeye? Kind of. But he's he's also kind of Iron Man. Because he's very rich. Ooh. He's a rich boy. Okay. He, he's sort of a fuck boy. Okay. But then... He was on a yacht with his dad mm-hmm. uh, and a girl that was not his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend's sister. Oh, no. And then the yacht sinks mm-hmm. and he ends up on this island. Okay. Uh, and then five years later, he gets off the island. Okay. <laughs> and in those five years, he gets really good with the bone arrow. Why? Because of a whole bunch of bullshit, but mostly because there's other people on the island, and one of the guys teaches him how to be real good with a bow and arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so he's not, like, magic or anything. He's just good with a bow and arrow? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So season three of Arrow, they introduced magic. Um, he becomes mayor at one point. What? Okay. And, Whatever. Uh, they're ending the show next year. Good. Thank God. The era of superheroes is over. I want us to bring back sexy werewolves and sexy vampires. This has been a PSA. Uh, giant AU. What the hell is that? It's where Do you want me to look it up? either one or many of the characters are giants. This sometimes includes things like vor can be tied into it, mm-hmm. which is eating people. Um... Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of giant AU where it's like they make one character really big and then they like try and do sexual things with all the normal sized characters. That's and usually by big, we're talking like really really big. Mm-hmm. So it's like the person fits on like the palm of your hand. Oh boy. We're we're not talking like oh this person's like nine feet tall. We're talking like this person stories is tall. Stories tall exactly. Oh boy. And shenanigans ensue. Mm-hmm. Maybe sexy. Maybe not. You never know with unstable universes. 
Probably a little bit sexy. Probably a little bit sexy and a little bit gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just on brand at this point. Yeah, that's our MO. Good. Good stuff. Well, we'll try not to be quite as long with the next episode. Yeah. But no promises. Yeah, no promises. What if this one ends up hard? It might. Okay, uh, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your teachers, tell your therapists all about Unstable Universes. You can find it anywhere podcasts are hosted. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Stitcher. Yeah, if you're a freak. If you want to read either of our fics, you can check us out at Unstable Universes on either fanfiction.net or ao3.com. If you want to send us one of your lovely fix, you can send it to unstableuniverses at gmail.com or to any of our social media. We have a Twitter. We got a Facebook. If you want to hit us up on Instagram, check out Thunderdog Radio because that's our family. Yep. Thunderdog Radio also exists on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, but follow us. Yeah, but fo- yeah. Follow everybody. <laughs> follow everyone. Make everyone feel I good. I guess that's the point of a family, isn't it? Yeah. Follow for follow. Follow, follow Cosplay us Again all. podcast on Instagram. That's a good one. They've got professional photos. <laughs> yeah. They got sexy photos. Um, Ooh, Dana. Ooh, Nigel, oh, a real oh, snack. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and that with it. that yeah with that i love all of you i am lukewarm on those i'm you. tired of talking to you though goodbye thanks for tuning in this has been thunderdog radio